got mail. Hello, everybody. I'm Mina. And I'm Moogie. And we're Moogie Mail, a podcast made by two content creator friends that delivers you anything from junk mail to news hot from the press. I forgot how to read halfway through that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's just a hot second. Um, for reference, we are recording this on a date that we don't normally record because well, I got sick. I okay, well, uh, <laughs> technically, yes. It's the previous date that we recorded on. Yeah, but we moved it to another day just to make life a little bit easier. And then Moogie got sick this yeah, last uh, week. How are you feeling, by the Crazy way? Crazy how it happens. Oh, no, I'm feeling a lot better. My throat's basically all good now. I still mm-hmm. like have a little bit of phlegm, but... It's crazy that rest actually works. You know, that's insane. Listening to your body, that's crazy. (laughs) No, it's actually insane. Like I was, I was, uh, you know, because over the past two days, oh my God, it really has only been two days, huh? Over the past two days, I've been feeling really bad. So I've just been like in my bed. I've been drinking soup. I've been Mm -hmm. drinking water. I've been taking my vitamin C and just reading Dungeon Meshi. I finished it, by the way. I finished the entire manga in two days because I was just in bed. I love how, um, like, we binge very different media. <laughs> yeah. Like, you you, you binge Dungeon Meshi. And, and I, I binge Love Island, Australia. <laughs> like, like just, One could argue that they are in the same vein of content. Are they? <laughs> yes. I mean, a group of individuals go to a deserted area where they're alone and have to socialize with one another and create character dynamics i mean like i mean but one just i feel like infinitely hornier yes one is just on the hornier scale yes <laughs> Mine, it's like it's like the 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 fantasy and the r18 scale it's like i'm on the fantasy side you're on the- <laughs> i'm on the oh, i'm gonna pull you for a chat in it <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you're like really fit, you know, like, <laughs> oh my God, dude, they had an American on the Australian one and I was losing no. it every time. The thing is like, okay, like he was really attractive. Oh my God. But Wait, I no, was, were, were they like, were they like, oh my God, I just like love your accent, you know, like, it's no, just- literally they made him play into the American <laughs> bit a little bit. So like they had to like dress up, like they were basically um dressing up to like strip and he had like uh-huh. the drill sergeant uniform on. No. And he had like a Not mustache. The military aesthetic. But the thing no. is, but the thing is, he was one of the most well-adjusted humans on that show. Really? I was shocked. Like that's surprising being American. No, like, okay, so he did something that was a little scummy. And like mm-hmm. he didn't realize it was scummy until after because like he would had like concerns about his current relationship. But he mm. went to the girl that was pursuing him to talk about it. And so, like, when he went to go talk back to the girl that he was having issues with, he's, like, she was telling him, like, oh, like, I felt slighted. Like, why are you going to her? Like, obviously, she wants us to break Mm. up so she can get you. And he's, like, I'm so sorry. He's, like, I didn't even think about that as a possibility. And, like, I apologize, like, for next time. Like, I know not to do that. Like, it was just, like, I wanted to get off my chest and she was already there. But, like, he actually just, like, took ownership and apologized. See, okay. I was shocked. I, like, when you first started saying this, I was, like, oh, Pog. And I was really thinking about it. Wow, it's the bare minimum. (laughs) Wow, no, the bar is in dude, hell. <laughs> consider like the other guys on that show this season. I wanted to like hit my head against the wall. I hated them. Is this the same one that we were watching that yes. you decided to watch further? Well, it's like, listen, you know how hard it is to get us all on a call? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so, that is really true. <laughs> I wanted to watch something on the side while I did stuff. So I was like, I'm going to watch Love Island. It's the perfect like brain dead show. But then I got invested. I can't believe this. It's a good season. I actually recommend it. It's shorter. It's not 40 episodes. It's 29. Oh, it's really? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they had a lot of good twists. I I, I liked. Yeah, I really liked the couple that one. consumable, I feel like. Yeah. But um, I forgot what I was saying. It's okay. Well, on my end, um, I read Dungeon Meshi and mm-hmm. it was very good. I highly recommend it. What's it about? So it's, oh God, dude. Okay, so have you ever watched Made in Abyss? We watched it together, Moogie. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time, okay? You know how, okay. So you know how Made in Abyss had like the weird like children fetishization thing. It was a little strange, right? Wait, wait, wait. Do you remember when a K-pop idol got canceled because he likes Made in Abyss? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That was crazy, dude. Oh my God. I just wanted to bring that up. But yes, continue. Um, Before I get canceled, uh, Made in Abyss is problematic. Yes, I understand. But the storytelling was still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before I get canceled, please don't cancel me. Uh, (laughs) 
Um, but Dungeon Meshi, I would say it was very similar to Made in the Abyss in the sense of storytelling and mm -hmm. world building. So like there was a lot of like, oh, specific lore that uh, Dungeon Meshi expands upon that kind of bases it off of D&D. So there's like kobolds Ooh. and there's like fishmen and there's like stuff like that. Wait, but it's based they, off of D&D? It's based off of D&D. It's oh, the dungeons, man. Dungeon Meshi. Oh, Oh, maybe I should. Oh, oh, maybe I should. Uh, wait, hold on. That, that, I truly like perked up at that. I was like, what? Dungeons it's and really Dragons? good. Yeah. It's, so it's it's less so based off of Dungeons and Dragons in the sense of like, oh, you're like exploring the overworld and like uh, you meet NPCs and they're like, you know, very blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like more so the traditional, D like, sorry, yeah. uh, the more modern D&D now where it's like stories based off of a world. Yeah. But this is very much so a dungeon exploration. Like, mm -hmm. it's like the traditional D&D games where you would just, like, go into a dungeon and you would, like, do dungeon exploration. And then yeah, you yeah. would have to conquer the dungeon, you it's know? It's almost like a little dungeon campaign. Basically, yeah. But um, the premise of the story is that... So, this isn't really a spoiler because it happens in the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, the premise of the story is that this party with a leader named Laos... They're in the dungeon. They're on like the sixth floor and they encounter this dragon. And the dragon ends up destroying the entire <gasps> party. Not a, and a TPK. A TPK, man. Um, but the dragon ends up destroying the entire party. And so everyone's kind of like in a dire situation. Everyone's dead. Yeah. You know? And so in this dungeon, there's a cool mechanic where inside the dungeon, because the mana is so strong, that when you die in the dungeon, you don't die actually so your soul oh. is chained to your body so that's why you're able to be revived like that's how they explain reviving oh um, that's cool so it's like if you throw your body like you throw, if you throw your dead body outside the dungeon while you're dead then you die oh like forever but if you stay but in the while dungeon you're inside the dungeon yeah it's like a curse of the dungeon it's like a curse of it like immortality basically mm -hmm. um so as long as your body is intact and all the material for your body is still there and not like decomposed Yep. then you can still be revived because your soul is still attached to your body. And so um, they get destroyed by the dragon. There's like three people left alive. And one of the more powerful mages, Laos' sister, revives everyone and then teleports everyone back while she's being chewed up by the dragon. <gasps> so she gets digested um, by the dragon. And then Laos and his party have to go back into the dungeon to save her. <gasps> Wait, what happens to her soul if, like, the body's not there to be tethered to? So what ends up happening, I mean, it's a bit of a spoiler, so I won't say it, but in, in depth. But what ends up happening is that they basically have to recompose her. Ooh. Yeah, and it's a pretty integral part of the story, so I won't say the specifics. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. to poop her out? I, I I just said I won't say specifics. Why are you I mean, asking? That's just my guess. Why, why are you I wanna, asking? I wanted to why, guess. Why, why like do you want to... Why are you so focused the on most, the poop, huh? I just why is that makes the most sense. Poop? Well, if it goes in, it has to come out. How's you supposed to revive the body? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. If it, you have to get the poop. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're a little bit too quick on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little bit too quick on the shit, dude. Like, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but... Yeah, um, highly recommend it. The storytelling was really good. Also very short, 97 chapters. Oh, that's um, it? Yeah, that's it. Is it an anime? It sounds familiar. Yeah, it just got released on Netflix. Oh, it's a but Netflix it's anime. Being, it's being released weekly, unfortunately. I actually... So. Okay, hot take. I like weekly releases. I do not like weekly releases. I think for binge culture, it's, it's not good, but... To get people attached to a show and to create buzz, I think weekly is more effective. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. But, like, I think with anime, like, I would prefer they do it the way that Arcane did it. Oh, like the 333? Um, yeah, 333. Because I think, like, that... I mean, Arcane was, like, an hour long each episode. It was yeah. a little bit overbearing. But if it was three episodes per, like, anime weekly release, like, that would be really, really nice. I think that's you know? a happy medium. Yeah. But I will say, like, okay, remember when, like, Locorus came out? And that was, like, a weekly. Yeah. I think because I watched it weekly, my attachment to that show spanned over four months versus, like, a week. Mm, and so, I like, see, because I, I had to wait every week to watch the next episode, like, truly my hype kept going up until the end. 
and mm. like and that's why I think it had such an impression on me. Like if I binged it, I think I would have gotten over it way faster and I wouldn't have gotten so attached. I see. So that's why I feel like I miss kind of like weeklies where you could talk about each episode every week with someone and like all that fun stuff, like the community mm. aspect that comes with like consuming mm-hmm. media. And I feel like binge culture like kind of like removes that just because like you watch things in one sitting, you talk about it for a week and everyone forgets about it and you move on. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, I do think the three, feel like, the three, three, three is like the optimal strategy to like combine yeah. binge with talking about it. Because I think my biggest thing is that like, when it's like a weekly episode, sometimes there's just dud episodes. Like, for example, like with um, what's that one anime we watched together that we just ended up dropping because Spy Fam season two. Which oh, one? And Oshinoko. OK, but um, OK, 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 OK. I will say with Oshinoko, I did pick it up after we dropped it. It's great. <laughs> like, I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure the end. it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> we had but, to get past like one episode. And I was like, oh, wait, no, this got good again. <laughs> like, it, it's the whole thing of like there's dud episodes so that because of that, like it can lose audience. Yeah. Uh, because of like the fact that when you watch a dud episode, you're like, oh, well, the episode previous for this was so good. Now this just feels like it's lazy. You know, like, I think with like Oshinoko specifically, the first episode was so good. <laughs> it was just too good. Like, it was they, also an hour and a half. They needed to keep that going. Like, they needed to keep that hour and a half, but I, think, I feel like, um, momentum going. But the, I think the issue is, like, the plot of Oshinoko is not what the first episode is. Because it's very much more of, like, slice of life, um, like, detective-y vibes. Mm-hmm. And the first episode is not that at all. Because it's setting up, like, the premise for what it's about to become. Yeah, I felt that, too. It but it's like a bait and switch. Like- yeah, I felt like like pulled like rug pulled uh, like out underneath me sort of deal. Yeah, but I think the first episode is like twenty episodes of the manga or twenty chapters of like the manga. Oh yeah, it's long. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember like um, I was thinking of reading it, but I just never got around to doing it. Oh, I saw I lost some spoilers, interest. and I was like, I don't want to read this. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah the yeah. Uh, the reincarnation, the alleged, yeah. alleged incest, yeah, uh, and weird like older slash younger reincarnation yeah. souls. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, was like, you know, this is yeah. a little much, even for me. I'm like, I, it's I should a, it's, it's definitely a choice. It, it also, <laughs> um, in my opinion, teeters a little too much the line of a harem. And I don't like harems. Just like, oh yeah. They make me mad. Yeah, I can see that. I'm like, ugh, God, harms make me so mad, dude. Because like, if my favorite doesn't win, I just like, why did I watch this? I just wasted my life like watching this. <laughs> and if my favorite does win, I'm like, well, I mean, I chose right. So I like, think I'm not a big fan of romance. Like I, I actually really enjoyed Dungeon Meshi for that reason. Mm, there was no romance at all. I like, like romance, was, like hmm. subtle, like like tasteful romance. Mm. Like I feel like like what Yamada couldn't. I thought that was a great like romance anime. Oh, I never finished it. That was another one of those that I just never. Picked up again. Uh, you should read it. It's a good read. I think Shoujo I, is just a better read. The art is so I, nice. Okay, dude. I don't know. The I don't know. So, they're, they're gamers. <laughs> they game. I think, I think I'm just past my Shoujo era. I don't know. I'm always in my Shoujo era, bro. <laughs> I always go back to it. Every time I run out of Yuri to read, I'm like, well, I think it's time to read some Shoujo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy Dungeon Meshi for the, for the point that like, there was no romantic involvement between any of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like it was very much so focused on relationship building of friendships mm. and how like a band of people who came together for like their own causes end up supporting each other's causes. So you're saying Which, like it's found family. It's found family. <laughs> <laughs> That's like listen, your bread and butter listen. right there is found family. <laughs> I love me some good found family, man. No, found family is really good. No, no, no. Found family is a like phenomenal trope because I feel like it just relates a lot to real life. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, you you can pick your friends. I think that makes it more powerful. Yeah, I I think like one thing for me is I'm not a big fan of the of the whole like faded lovers sort of deal. Mm, Um, I I think soulmates is different because it's playing on like oh, like. Um, like the whole megaverse theory, right? It's the red string of, (laughs) 
Wait, so did you okay. say Omegaverse yes. Theory? <laughs> yes, Omegaverse Theory. Yes, Omegaverse Theory. Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure if you said the Megaverse, <laughs> like, like overall universe or like Omegaverse. The I just Omegaverse confirm. Theory, yes. Yes, okay. Like the whole thing of like soulmates where it's like you have an alpha for your Omega, you know, sort of mm. deal. But like, I think like when it's just like fate and it's like, oh, like maybe it was fate that I ran into this person. I like... You tone out. Oh You're like, Ugh. yeah, I tone out. I'm like, mm. I think it's different if it's like, oh, like at birth, these two like individuals from different parts of the world, like were fated to like come together and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like that's different because it has an overarching plot line. Mm. Right. But when it's just like faded lovers and it's like, oh, like maybe this was supposed to be like this, you know, or something. I don't like, mm. I mean, <laughs> but how many like faded lovers like and like that aren't soulmates romance are there? Because I feel like a lot of times people think, will say like, oh, it's faded, but more or less like more or less as a thing where it's um, this romance is like so like large, like to them that it's like this has to be like another thing, like force bringing us together just because like how much like love there is. I think like, for example, the difference of this would be. Um, they're siblings. Oh no! What are you? It's not romantic. It's not. It's not like a faded lover situation. But like, what I'm saying is like, for example, in uh, *Servant of Evil* in Vocaloid, uh, Rin and Len are siblings that are separated at birth, but they end up finding each other again in the future. But Len ends up being a servant. Rin ends up being being the queen. Mm, oh, is that the the plot of *Servant of Evil*? Mm -hmm. ah. Yeah, and then so what ends up happening is that they're separated at birth. Rin is taken to be like the crown jewel of the kingdom, and she's made to be the next queen. She becomes a corrupt queen, and then Len, seeing this happening and seeing that you know, like oh, like my sister is now the queen of this nation, he becomes her servant, like her butler, mm. and so he serves her and helps her out in like all the different ways that he can. And then whenever once it comes to the ultimate conclusion that she gets overthrown. Yeah. Uh, he dresses up as her and gets killed in her stead. Aww. So lets her run away. So like stuff like that where it's like, it's like, oh, they had a connection at birth, but then they come back later in life and that shows like the fadedness of like what was supposed to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but like where it's just like, oh, like I feel the the connection. Like I, I feel faded towards this person. I'm thinking like... Um, there was this, okay, in Mermaid Melody. I know you've never watched this. Yeah, I've never watched but Mermaid Melody. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was that like, she felt fated towards this guy because he ended up being like some sort of like human prince from like an ancestry like years and years and years later. Bro, but this sounds thing like Sailor was, Moon. That was never disclosed until like the very end. So it just kind of oh. felt like a slap in the face. Like- well, okay, okay. Well, that's okay. like faded, not done correctly. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't like that. You know okay, what I mean? Like, what like, about like in Sailor Moon? So like Serena um, mm -hmm. and Tuxedo Mask. I forgot his actual name. I think his English name was like Damien or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, how like they're reincarnated. Yeah, but like, they met by yeah. like hap chance, basically. But they are reincarnations of like lovers of like the moon people. I think that's good. I like that. Like in a sense of like, it, it frames the reference of like, oh, they were lovers before their love was so strong that like even throughout generations, they were able to still like somehow be drawn to one another. I mean, like, I like, like that like a what lot. Mermaid Melody did, but just poorly. Yeah, but okay, okay. <laughs> it just wasn't like executed correctly. It just wasn't executed correctly. Yeah. 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 Or like, like I, I think, think of like, like, um, like Madoka Magica, how like Homura is so obsessed with uh, Madoka that she essentially like changed fate for her. Yeah, I, I I like it when they frame it well and it goes along with the plot line. But I think I've just I've read a lot of shojos where it's just like either not done, really done well <laughs> just or done well. or it's very like whimsical feeling like it's like, oh, it must be fate, you know, like mm. stuff like that, where it's like they kind of it kind of just feels like they use it as a mechanic to like force the reader to care a bit more about the relationship, you know, because in okay, reality, that, that relationship that. was not expanded on at all. It was like it was always just like, oh, Kato-kun, you know, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh I forgot what his name was. I have no idea what his name was. I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, I, I, can un I can understand that. Because even like, okay, like I'm I'm an avid shoujo reader. I'm still picky on the shoujos that I do end up reading. And like the ones I actually like. 
just because there is a lot of duds that I think pander to the younger audience. Mm-hmm. But there's there's some really good ones that are, I think, targeted towards like on the older scale, which I think yeah. might teeter into Jose. They just don't want to name it Jose. Yeah, I think that's another thing. Yeah. A lot of shoujos, I feel like, do teeter into Jose a lot, especially of the older genres. Mm-hmm. But they just don't name it Jose because Jose is such a there. more popular. <laughs> yeah, the sales are not there. <laughs> Although, like, the one Jose that did really well was Watakoi. Watakoi was amazing. Right? It's like, I just loved oh. Watakoi. It was so it was just good. It was so relatable. It was just so relatable, dude. And it was like... It was lighthearted. The, the drama wasn't really drama. It was really just like you're following these people's lives mm-hmm. and you just like learn to love them. Yeah. What's a Koi was a really good one. God, I love What's a Koi. I'm like looking at my like owned volumes of it from how much I love this show, <laughs> like the love that series. <laughs> Although I will say, I think the anime could have been better. I think they, they skipped out on a lot of the animation budget. And I actually haven't read it. Do you recommend reading it? Oh, the like, read is amazing. Watching it, the the read is so the art is so good, and you just get to see a lot more of like them interacting with each other, mm. and they go way more into detail on all of the pairings. Mm. Like, dude, do you, do you care for spoilers? No, I don't care for spoilers. So, like, oh, I, what's the name? Kabakura? Is that his name? the The guy with the uh, orange hair, Kabakura. Yes, and um. <clears throat> Uh, the green hair girl they get married um, I think it's like oh. Yonagi or something like that um, they get married and then like I think it ends like there's like a little like prelude or uh, not prelude whatever it's called afterwards epilogue and like you find out that she's pregnant and he oh. like like just like hugs her and like I think that's like how it ends there and it's like yeah. so cu- it's so cute just to see that's, like their relationship evolve I love a, I love a good fulfilling ending, dude. Like right, and it I like yeah. how they show um, like the different couples in that series, and like how they're all at different mm-hmm. stages. Like mm-hmm. for like those two, they're an established couple. Uh, for the main couple, um, like they're just getting together, even though like they were childhood friends, but um, like they're coming together now and they're learning like the awkwardness of being in a relationship and moving from mm-hmm. friends to relationship. And then, like, the third one, which is, like, young love and, like, figuring out, like, how to, like, awkwardly be, like, get together with someone, like, who didn't Mm. initially have any, like, romance in mind. Because, like, do you know about the third couple? They didn't really go into it in the anime. Um, I think I remember, like, them showing, like, a clip. Yeah, they really didn't go into it. I don't remember who they are. Like, I I see the characters and I remember, like, seeing them at one point. But I definitely don't think they had an episode like fully dedicated to them. Yeah, it's um. So the main guy's younger brother, uh, gets to know someone uh, at like his university, and he mm-hmm. thinks it's another guy, and he's so confused why he's attracted to him, and it yeah. just turns out <laughs> it's a girl, and he just had no idea. <laughs> but like he like has those feelings like no matter the gender, which I think is really nice and like really sweet. Yeah. But like yeah. he saw like he saw her walk out of the girls' bathroom. He's like, what? Oh my god, canonically uh, pansexual. I'd love to see it. Right? It, it's really cute. They have a really sweet romance. And it's like very much like baby, like puppy love. That's cute. That's really cute. But yeah. I, I, it, it's a short read too. It's not, it's not long. How many chapters is it? I'll uh, read it next time I get sick. <laughs> um, how long is it? I think 53? Oh, what? That's so short. Yeah, it's, it's a short one. It might be longer. Hold on. Oh, 86. 86. Well, well the way that I got lied to on this one website. <laughs> 80, yeah, 86, 87, I think, with the epilogue. It's good, though. And I mean, they're short chapters. Very episodic. Mm. Yeah, I'll read this the next time I get sick. I'll binge it. <laughs> Just next time I get sick. Yeah, the next time I, uh, you know, just get bedridden, I'll read this. Yeah, you won't Sounds be able great. to put it down. It's a because the art's so good, man. That's how. Okay, not to keep going back, Dungeon Meshi, but it was really good. You should read it. Like, I might watch it. No, you should is, read is it, it. Is it actiony? Because I, I need to watch. I can't. Like, my brain can't comprehend action uh, in manga. It's not that actiony. It, there's a lot of cooking. Oh, huh? So Dungeon Meshi means like dungeon food. Oh. Or dungeon dungeon meal. Like the translation is it's 
English translation, I believe, is delicious in Dungeon, which I think is a stupid ass name, but <laughs> that's Dungeon why they did meal it. also doesn't sound very good. So I guess fuck it, we ball, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's actually about cooking. So the oh, oh god, this is why I think the storytelling is so good. Mm-hmm. So they use the analogy of eating and the analogy of energy being trans like transferred to you and you giving back energy to the earth, like as a like common theme like throughout Mm. the entire manga and like it's expanded on in ways that I like I was sitting there I was really thinking I was like wow like that is fucking profound you know like (laughs) (laughs) this is profound behavior this is profound I was like I was eating my meal and I was like wow I am consuming the world's energy right now you know like straight up like okay like this no like straight up it was just so well done in the way that they expand upon this theme of eating Mm-hmm. That like, oh, just amazing storytelling. Not to fucking like suck their dick or anything, but <laughs> God, dude, just okay. Fuck, the more dude, I hear so about good. like consuming and expelling energy, I just think it's gonna it's gonna relate to poop. It, I mean, I just feel like that's like the next progression in the digestive system. I mean, listen, I'm just saying you eat food and it has to go out somewhere. If you're into scat, I won't judge. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> as much as the universe tries to make me, I truly cannot. Like, it is that is no. Uh, but it's really good. Uh, I think the char- the cast is also very fun. Everyone's like very, very like lovable as a character. Like no one is, I feel like, hateable except for maybe like one or two people. Yeah, yeah. Well, almost everyone is a lovable character. Like there's like one character that's just that's just a shit person for being a shit person. Oh no. Um, but. Everyone else, like he, he shows up maybe in like two scenes in the manga. So, oh, everyone else is really, really, really nice. I'm looking um, at it right now. I like the character designs. I like the elf. Yeah, um, she's blonde. So I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, not to be on brand or anything, but <laughs> she's actually she's she's a very fun character. Her character development is. Oh, that's another thing. So. Not to fucking suck their cock, but like the way that they progress the story and the character development feels very natural. Oh, it's like I like that. It's so it's so gradual to the point that like you don't you you don't realize you start noticing signs of certain character development traits until mm-hmm. it's almost too late. Oh, like it gets to the point where you're like almost gaslit into thinking it's an unreliable narrator. So you're gaslit into oh, thinking I like one that. thing. And then it's slowly, slowly revealed to you. But by the point it's, you know, like you finally understand the, yeah. the, the, I guess like evil behind the whole story. It's already too late. Ooh. So like, it's one of those, like, you don't really catch it until they choose to reveal it to you, which I really, really like. Cause and like, then, like on a rewatch, you can figure like, oh, the, yeah. the signs were there. It prevents me from theorizing because like I, <laughs> yeah, I know it's you one do. of these. Yeah. Cause like whenever they show signs early on, like yeah. I immediately, it's like, I'm catching that. I know that's going to be important later. Cause that's just how my brain works. Yeah. But with this one, they are, they're, they're really, really. Are they doing like red herrings? Like methodical. Yeah. But they're really methodical with how they place red herrings. And so mm. the way that you conceive the narrative is different from how the author actually wants to drive the narrative yeah, yeah, yeah and then you don't start realizing that until much much later until it's too late in the story so you have a feeling of like oh fuck like i didn't see this coming like if i was in this i would have fell for this just like the characters did oh so, did you. so it's very immersive in that sense oh i kind of like that yeah it, amazing storytelling like i would say on par with full metal uh alchemist brotherhood like, um, as someone who's never consumed Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I cannot confirm or <laughs> deny that. <laughs> I have never watched or read Full Metal Alchemist. I don't know anything about it other than the guy Basically loses his just, arm. Just very good storytelling. Yeah, like yeah. very good world building, very good storytelling, very good characters. Oh. Like everyone has their place in the story, which makes it feel very purposeful in the way that they are introduced and also developed so it just like feels like intentional storytelling yes it just feels very intentional like nothing's ever like pulled out of their ass you know oh that's nice because sometimes like you know you're you're consuming a story and you're like what yeah what, 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 why are you doing where did yeah. this come from yeah 
I feel like um, like I I really did enjoy summertime rendering, mm-hmm. but some of the story aspects I was like, what? How did, yeah. How did this work? Or like yeah. Or like they didn't commit to certain deaths, which I mean I liked because I liked the characters that ended up living, but like I personally didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like tragedy. I do like tragedy. I like, I like angst. I like a ha- I like happy endings. You'll like Dungeon Meshi though, because it has a happy ending. Okay, it's a that's very nice. fulfilling ending. Oh, that's no okay, one. Okay, I'm- I can actually tell you this: no one permanently dies. Okay, I mean, if there's a revive structure, I would assume no one would permanently die unless they really fucked up. Yeah, I think the the great thing about this one is that they create their own rules in the story, mm-hmm. and they introduce those rules before they introduce the concepts associated with those rules. So it's not like a like why does this work? Oh, it's just the rule of the world, you know. Oh, that they establish it and then... Um, yeah, exactly. So I it's will not say... Like a, um, I feel like Re is very similar to that in his world building for D&D. Mm. Because like, we were coming up with some backstory stuff for my character, like just fleshing it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we need to establish this now because I don't want to just like pull things out like willy-nilly and be like, oh, like this happened because like we said it so because it's convenient. It's like, no, these things need to be established and like where it is. So that, like, mm-hmm. it makes sense in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's good storytelling. Like, characters should have motivations and reasons for doing certain things and knowing, like, what to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Dungeon Meshi does that really well where it's, like, um, like for example, I won't spoil, but, like, a character does, does an action later on in the story that only makes sense because he learned something else previously in the very beginning of the story. So it's one of those like, oh, you're rewarded for paying attention to details and learning the rules of the world and learning the lore of the world. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Really love it. It It's just, oh God, such a good fucking, such a good fucking story. I think I still might watch it first just because I want to see it in action. Because I feel like- with you. Yeah, because I feel like if you read it first- it's a lot harder to enjoy the anime. I'll watch it with you. I'm planning to watch the anime regardless. Um, that's how much I liked it. I really, really loved it. All right. Well, we'll figure out whenever it's- We'll co- figure out a time. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> I think that's like the hardest part, especially now that I have a subathon coming up. God knows. Yeah. Surely- It's okay. It's not going to be longer than a week, right? Well, I mean, like the episode comes out weekly, so you have time. Yeah. Yeah. It's only on episode two right now. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, yeah we're fine. Yeah, I think it's like a good 26 episode anime. Holy so. shit. It got 26 yeah. episodes? Yeah. That's impressive. I think they so. like don't do that anymore. Um, episode list. Count? Count. Episode count. Um, uh, oh, never mind. It hasn't been. Oh, wait, no. It might say on mall. It hasn't been confirmed yet, apparently. Huh? But it says 24 to 26. Oh, okay, but it's at least like a two-core anime. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's great, actually. Shows do not get more than 13 episodes most of the time. Yeah, I actually think they might just cover the entire story. That's it's nice. not a long story. Yeah. That's totally possible. Oh, yeah, 24, 24. That's this year on Mall. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Ooh. Yeah, they might just end up covering the entire story. I don't know if they're going to split up two seasons because I don't think there's enough content for two seasons. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's just like a nice little complete package. Because mm-hmm. I feel here. like we just don't get that very often anymore. It's uh, it's being animated by Trigger, so I think it <gasps> will be. So, That's, oh, the animation yeah, is going to be so good. Trigger is always like, is, is always assurance that it's going to be finished. So I feel like it's going to be finished. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, now if it's 24 episodes. Oh, I have time. We have time. Yeah, we can Heck watch yeah. it. Dude, every day that gets closer to my subathon, the sc- more scared I get. <laughs> they, they've adopted a joke in chat that it's going to be a nine-month subathon. And I'm like, no, it's not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you doing the thing where you're uh, reducing the time after a certain amount of time? Um, Right now, no. If I feel like I'm going to die, Yes. So it's going to be like a like an at feel. I, I did tell them that like you guys like truly if we go like past a month and I'm like like I can't even talk anymore. Like I'm just going to like start reducing the time. Yeah, because you got to you got to take care of your voice, dude. Yeah, I I feel like it's going to be fine and I'm, I'm going to be collabing more. So I feel like I can um 
take breaks. Like I didn't collab like that much at all during my hundred hours. Mm-hmm. So it was like just, have other people talk. Yeah, more in that session. Yeah, where I can just like kind of like take a break and like sit back and just vibes. Yeah, I mean, I will say, dude, like when it comes to like these long ass subathons, I would just like sometimes just put on a video in the background, like some reaction video, and just eat. But I feel bad not talking no, when there's content no, on the screen. No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You have to, you have to get used to it if you're gonna be doing a very long subathon. <laughs> I know this is, you know, this is gonna be a learning experience for me uh, on top of everything. So we'll see what happens. I'm very curious. I'm also scared. Uh, I had a I had a crazy thought in my mind as well. So you know how I'm doing prints. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to release it the same time as a subathon, and I just feel mm-hmm. bad having like two separate things where like chat would have to spend money. Ah. Uh, so I'm gonna count the sales towards the timer. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Which I feel like when it comes down to it, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we've done it with Moogie Mart before, where yeah. it's like we we count the sales of the prints or like not prints, but like of the merchandise to towards their timer. Yeah. So like X purchase would equal X amount of time. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that as well. I'll be fine. Right. Your silence alarms me. This is going to be a running bit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure I'll, 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 I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. Probably. I mean, end of the day, just, you know, be aware of your limitations. Take I care will of your hydrate. Voice. Yes. I, I will sleep. I will not stop the timer please to hydrate. sleep. Please <laughs> eat. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I'm going to like learn um, a trend on like how I behave during the day. Like, um, the hundred hour <laughs> one, I realized after lunch, like around two to 3 PM, I am cranky and I'm tired. It's like, I need my midday nap. Like, you know, like I need my EPs. <laughs> yeah, I need my EPs. Especially after eating. Like, I don't know. I just get no, quiet. I feel that. I feel that. And so like, I, I feel like so you, bad. You don't want to be talking 24-7 anyways. Like, that's like, you know, it's not, it's not real. It's not natural. It's not real. <laughs> it's just, it's just not natural, dude. You know that fucking dog? The fucking love, homophobic dog. dog. It's just not natural. <laughs> It, it just, just isn't not natural right. to be talking. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> you I know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll. I think it'll be fun. I also think this is like an opportunity for me to just um, experiment with content as well. Yeah, you because, get a chance to really try out different things. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. We'll probably have to record an yeah. email while I'm live. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, like I'm happy. I miss streaming, so I'll, I'll vicariously stream through you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've been like on such a mini golf kick. I'm we're gonna I put golf with friends on the list. Oh, don't worry. We'll be playing golf with friends. Okay, because like I really just want to play mini golf. I don't we know can, why. Um, I just like crave mini golf. This the freaking have TikToks, an- man. We can have announcers. You can have like people who maybe don't want to play. Oh my like, god. Spectators and like <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty. Like if we all take turns, like truly we can be announcers. Like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. But if it's like a free-for-all and everyone kind of goes crazy, it'll be a bit chaotic. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Dude, speaking... Sorry. It's just a segue. <laughs> I was going to say speaking of which, but it really has no I feel like correlation. after that one call where people kept calling you out on it, you're the conscious of it now. <laughs> I'm so self-conscious, dude. Hey, to be fair, <laughs> I didn't say anything about it. So <laughs> <laughs> So for listeners who don't know the context, basically, uh, we, we were, in, I forgot what the context was even for this conversation. We were just like talking in a call with a bunch of friends. We were talking and I just kept making really bad segues. I'll be like, speaking of like Cox or something like that, or like speaking of drama or like, you know, something like yeah. that, where like, I would just make really bad segues where people would be like, where the hell are you going with this? Like, yeah, where yeah. the fuck are you going with this? It's like, <laughs> speaking of incest, have you heard about the weather? Yeah. <laughs> When you put it that way, it sounds really bad. But I mean, I have listen. I was I was trying to make some cool segues. Okay, like, <laughs> um, I forgot what I was gonna say. No! Dude, fucking hell, I have ADHD. No! Speaking of speaking of ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, dude. Oh, uh, really funny thing. So I went to ALA recently, and I met oh, a lot yeah, of really good people. Uh, it was really fun. I it mostly was just a networking event. Yeah. Um, because I didn't technically go as NDA redacted. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went as Moogie. Yeah. So I was mostly just talking to people, meeting people, and stuff like that. Um, but I met a lot of CEOs mm-hmm. of specific companies. I can't say because yeah. again, NDA. But um, it was really funny because uh, there was this one guy that I completely just gaslit mm-hmm. into thinking that I was the CEO of this specific talent agency. <laughs> <laughs> with permission, with permission, of course, with yeah, permission. Yeah, of course, I, of I got permission to say this, but completely just gaslit him. Like that poor I dude. Was being- <laughs> Just they ruined his like his thought process. He's like, what? No, no. And it was so funny because I was like, he was like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, you know, 22. <laughs> You're yeah, such a yeah, little I'm 22. Shit. <laughs> You're such a little shit. Oh, yeah, I'm the CEO of, of this company. Uh, <laughs> bro. This guy's like, this guy's like like Nyeri on like fucking 40. And he's like, wow, you really have your shit put together. I was like, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been like i'm actually 57 i just take really good care of my skin oh no dude so okay so there was another person i was talking not a ceo but yep. he was a uh manager for a different company yeah that i can't say but uh i was talking to him and him i could disclose more information yeah i was telling him like yeah you know like I'm hoping that, you know, everything goes really well so that I can put a down payment on the house in the next two years. Hopefully, you know, like in the next three years, I can have that house paid off yeah. and then be able to rent it out so I can buy another property. And I was basically telling him like my life plan because like, yeah. he was like curious about like, oh, like, you know, you seem really into finances, you know, like, you know, what experience you have. And I was like, oh, wait, like, you know, I have these retirement savings, blah, blah, blah. I've been working on this, blah, blah, blah. And he's just telling him like my track record of what I plan to do in like the next few years for finances. Yeah. And he was like, you're a VTuber that <laughs> is looking for a down payment on a house? <laughs> like, excuse me? Like, uh, like he was like, do you understand how crazy this is? Like, I've never met another VTuber that is financially competent, you know? like, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's because I'm 35. And he was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm 35. <laughs> yeah. It's because I'm like, you know, one foot in the grave. <laughs> 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 yeah, so LA, ALA was just me gaslighting everyone at the convention because I couldn't say stuff because of NDA. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just the gaslight convention. It was fun. Yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> ALA just stands for always lie, always. Yeah, always lie, always. <laughs> <laughs> today, uh, not today, but I'm going to Anime Impulse tomorrow. Oh, shit. So many conventions. And, and, Goddamn. Yeah, I know. Uh, at Anime Impulse, it's going to be uh, <laughs> always instigating gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did the G come from? Uh, I added it on. You should have just been like, what do you mean? It's always been there and gaslighted. You're so right. Come oh, on, I God. set it up. I set it up. Oh, you're so right. Oh, God, I'm losing my touch. It's okay. It's okay. You haven't streamed in a minute. It's it's fine. It'll, it'll come back. It'll come back. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Um, It was very nice in the sense that I didn't have to like actually formality meet people Mm, yeah because like um i went in a mask yeah and that prevented most people from recognizing me i went up to dude i went up to my friend at a booth yeah and i was like oh my god dude it's great to see you and he was like who the fuck are you and i was like oh i pulled a mask down i was he was like oh you're pixels girlfriend i was like yeah (laughs) yeah 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 i have a name you know yeah but yeah, yeah, it was a good time. That's good. Oh god, so many conventions. I didn't even realize there's this many conventions in January. There's a lot in LA, just in this general area. I mean, like after Impulse. Yeah. Um, I think the next big one is Ofkai in this general area, but that's just like a VTuber con. Yeah, yeah. That's in March, um, right? May? I think it's May. Oh, you know, it's the M months. Yeah, I think there's um there's another convention happening around here, I think sometime in spring. I don't remember what time it was. Which convention? I don't remember, but I, uh, 
It might be, it actually might be Anime Impulse, but like another Anime Impulse. Oh, they just have multiple. Because they have, they have a, they have one LA location. They have one OC location. Ah, that's crazy. So, never mind. Okay. The Orange County one is September 2nd and 3rd. I don't know why oh. I thought. Oh, the San Diego one is March ah. 18th and 19th. There we go. San Diego. Yeah, there's a lot of anime impulses. They Dude, uh, can TwitchCon like announce when it's when it is. I need to know like the week. Yeah. Also, yeah. like where it is, but preferably the week because I'm going to Japan. Oh right, yeah. You're going with your um my IRLs. God, bro, they're both bringing me. their husbands. I'm the fifth. I wheel. would come with you if I could, man. You should come, and we can get Evie I to come because we... Evie's already down there. I would okay. Listen, let me know what your plans are. I'll see what I can do. I will let you know the dates um, not on, uh, not on here. Yes, let me know when the dates are not on here in private, preferably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In private, um, I will let you know the dates. But yeah, I'm going with IRLs. Um, they want to do like yeah, mommy shit, which I think is probably good for a first time going. Mm-hmm. But I just demanded. I'm like, I need at least a full day to buy weeb shit. Because um, end of the day, if it comes down to it um again we'll discuss details off podcast yeah, off yeah, the yeah. record but like i might be able to just go as a business thing so Ooh. i might be able to come just with you as a business thing so we'll yeah, see yeah. we shall see but yeah yeah they haven't announced anything for twitchcon huh yeah that's why i'm like so like the week i'm going i tried to like plan it like towards earlier october mm-hmm. just because i was basing off of last year Usually it's always in late October, I would say. The thing is, two years ago, it was October 6th and 7th. Or like 8th and 9th or something. So like, I don't Yikes. know. Wow, it's really a toss-up, huh? Yeah, so I, I'm hoping it's later October. For my own sake. Because I, I need mm, to go to TwitchCon this year. I see. For like, business purposes, I need to go to TwitchCon this year. So like, uh, I'm definitely going to AX though. I, I really want to network over there. Mm-hmm. And then what is this? I might go to ANYC just for funsies. ANYC is a good con. They moved um, it to August. Oh, yeah, they did. I might actually go this year if they moved it to August. Yeah, um, I feel like moving it to August is such a good call. Yeah, because it's it's really, really nice weather in I August. Know. I feel like it's hot, bro. <laughs> well, it's good for cosplayers. Ah, uh, okay. Because when they had it originally in October, was it November? Yeah, it's usually like early November, like mid-November. But it's like yeah, right when in it had between. it in November. That shit was rough, dude. Cosplayers were dying. <laughs> I feel like cosplayers die no matter the season. <laughs> that is true. Yes. But you die less if it's nice outside, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like the perfect weather is like April or like September. Mm. I think that's like ideal because mm. it's not like hot but it's not cold so it's like a nice like neutral mm-hmm. but yeah I might just go for funsies and just like something to do I mean I have a friend that lives in New York so I can just stay at her house yeah I might I might go along as well depending on convention schedules yeah, yeah, yeah. and schedules in general Um, we'll see but the August is definitely very inviting right it's just so much more convenient <laughs> overall yeah, scheduling wise so much more convenient. Oh, and dude, we need I need to plan the ticket for uh uh the Miku concert. Oh yeah, we can take care of that like probably end of January. Yeah. That's probably like the best time to take care of that. Like even I would say maybe we can start looking now. But yeah, yeah no. There I don't think there's a big rush on that. The my main thing um, is there's just no direct flight from where I am to uh San Jose. Yeah, that is the unfortunate aspect of flying to NorCal. It's just like, why can't there just be one singular direct flight? Just a a crumb, one of them, please. Yeah. I mean, is there not like, are you willing to pay like really, really crazy prices? The thing is, I'm willing. There's just none. Really? Yeah, I was looking. There's at least one for like 600 or something like that. I would pay 600 for direct. There's none. Like, it's so Yikes. frustrating. I need to look. Maybe, like, the San Fran airport, but it's just, like, further away. So, like, I would spend more on, like, the Uber. Mm. So, like, I don't know. It it just, I have to look, like, more in depth. Bro, Japan tickets are so fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah. I, um. Yeah. It pretty much, because I'm going direct. Um, 
was very much me and my friends. We were like, we're going to pay for direct. Like we don't, we don't care. Like we just want the convenience of not having to switch planes. Mm-hmm. No matter what time of the year, I think the base price was 2100 and, oh. and that's like the best price you're going to get. It only goes up from there for direct, at least like from Jesus. our airport. But I had $1,000 in credit card points. So uh-huh. I got my ticket for 1100 Nice. So I think oh, yeah. for direct too, like if we if we did um, connecting, I probably could have gotten it for like four hundred. Mm-hmm. But I just think direct, and especially like you have less likely chance to lose I your bag like, and like all of that. I feel like if you're flying international, direct is well. Is, it's like it's a good money to chill for because that way you don't have to. You know. Yeah, it's just easier. You don't Ease have to. You don't have to deal with delays and stuff like that. Yeah, that potentially could arise. Dude, I saw like one of my friends, he's he went to Shanghai. He had like an mm-hmm. extra 20 hours added onto his journey because yep. of like delays and stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of bad. Uh yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Not yeah, gonna do when I it. when I flew from Italy to China after my uh exchange program, um it was a 24-hour flight. Bruh. That should have been 12 hours. That's Yeah. I mean, that's like it was, me coming back from L.A. First it was time. rough. <laughs> Dude, me coming back from L.A. turned like a six-hour journey into like a 24-hour journey. Oh, yeah. No. Remember when I got stuck overnight at the Denver airport, dude? <laughs> and then I got stuck I overnight slept- at the Colorado one. Or that the I Colorado, the sl- Chicago. Dude, <laughs> like, did you sleep? Did you end up sleeping? No, I just stayed awake. Ah. Uh, I think I that's why I got floor. COVID. Ah. Uh, dude, I think I got COVID again when I came back this time. Oh really? I think I did. I didn't test, but like my family got COVID, but I I was I tested oh. negative, like oh. afterwards. <laughs> but they they all tested positive, and I was negative. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Because I got sick I mean, when I came back, but like I got over it pretty quickly. I will say COVID. I feel like COVID strains nowadays. It's just they like are normal, less. Like cold. Yeah, they are less severe. Yeah. I, I think I might funny. have also. I might have also gotten COVID when I traveled recently. Mm. Um, but again, didn't test. So Dude, I just I think, stayed home the entire time. So bro, I like fucked up my back coming going to LA this time around. Is it still hurting? No, it's fine now. It just literally took maybe like eight weeks. Oh shit. But yeah, I think it was um when I was like looking it up, it was like like a slip disc was potentially one of like the main things, like a herniated, oh, a herniated disc. disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know, maybe it's just the way I was sitting on the way there. I have no idea what happened, but it's good now. I think it started feeling like a lot better, like mid December. You should go get that checked out if it still hurts, though. Oh no, no, it's it's completely fine now. Okay, it just like took eight weeks <laughs> to heal. I just took a lot of um. I did take a lot of vitamin D. I think I needed it. Oh, you need sun, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm back to California. Well, I mean, like, doesn't well, you need vitamin D and then the sun activates it? Isn't that how that works? No, <laughs> I thought that's how it worked. Um, so you need vitamin D in food. So okay, vitamin D supplements only work well if you are also eating the appropriate foods that go along with your vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So you get vitamin D from the sun. Um, by having the minerals appropriate for processing the sun. So like magnesium uh, is like one of the things that can help to process vitamin D. Yeah. But like if you're just taking vitamin D, it's usually not as effective. Mm. Um, I yeah, mean, I getting take, sun I, is still the best thing. Yeah, I take magnesium regularly though. It helps me poop. Okay, that's good. <laughs> you and your poops, man. No, okay, okay, listen, listen, all right. This year... I've been so consistent. I think I've pooped once a day. It's been crazy. I don't know what's going on. That's uh, pretty fucking good for you. Yeah. That's amazing. This is like more than all of like last January. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Maybe I'm like stress pooping. You might be stress pooping. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a good chance you might be stress pooping. I don't like. I don't think I'm stressed. Like I feel like uh, maybe I've, like on an earn, like inner level I might be. 
Uh, at, when I le- what I learned from getting my ulcers is that your body doesn't, or your your mind doesn't have to feel stressed for your body to feel stressed. Mm. Because what my doctor was telling me was that like even though you don't think you're stressed, your body's reacting to uh, anxiety and stressors that are happening in your life. Ah, um, uh, yes. And because of that, that's why I got ulcers apparently. So, well, if my stress is making me poop, I think that's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> dude me and pooping name a more iconic duo <laughs> no that's pixel dude i'm sorry he's on the shitter 24 7 well this me of ibs yeah that's like bro that's rough yeah no he has a rough dude i would it's been oh. getting better though it's been getting better with diet we've been we've been helping to change his diet oh that's um, good is it more veggies? adding more veggies yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always the vegetables yeah. man <laughs> it's crazy um, how much diet still- can change yeah what did you still want to do the game segment? We are like 50 minutes in. I know. I looked at the timer. I'm like, we have talked over we the talking for <laughs> I mean, we could edit it at the end and just put it in the middle. We can end with it. That's okay. fine too. Okay, Want to just yeah. call it here? Yeah, yeah, end yeah. With yeah. It? All right. All right. We're going to move on to our game segment. Bow, 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 bow. All right. So, so this is probably going to be airing around the time of Valentine's Day or around then, mm-hmm. probably in February at some point. Mm-hmm. So, movie, there's only going to be four answers. Yes. Name a romantic movie uh, movie that people might watch. <laughs> <laughs> a romantic movie? That's crazy. Oh my god. Name a romantic movie that people might watch on Valentine's Day. Bro, you're, you're asking me this question? The yes. The person who knows nothing about pop culture? Yes. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think I even know two romantic movies. What? Think of iconic ones. I don't know, man. I feel romantic like... Romantic movies? I, I know for sure you've watched at least two of them on this list. I what? What? Yeah. I think. Romantic movies? Yeah, that people might watch on Valentine's Day. The Notebook? That is the number one answer. Okay. All right. I haven't seen that one. I didn't think you've seen that Um, one. Twilight? That is the fourth answer. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's two more. There's two more. Twilight? Twilight with five votes. Twilight is crazy. You're gonna watch Twilight on Valentine's Day? I think that's a great romantic movie to watch. In my humble opinion. Comedy movie to watch. Yeah, uh, romantic <laughs> undertones. Uh, there was recently I, guess. I saw in um, like a tweet referencing an interview where Kristen Stewart said Twilight is a gay movie because it's about repression and wanting something you can't have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the shoe it's fits. a little bit. It's a little bit of a stretch, I think, but you know, I can see it. <laughs> I can see the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, there's two more fucking movies hell. on that list. Two more. Oh, God. I don't fucking know, dude. La La Land? That's number three. Okay, nice. I have seen La La I, Well, yeah. I haven't seen La La Land, but I've seen the music for La La Land. Oh, I thought you've seen it. That's why I picked no. this one. Okay. I've watched... I've, I've seen the music for La La Land. I've seen, like, the actual, like, musical scene. Like, the musical uh, numbers, which basically means I've seen the movie. Yeah. It's a musical, you know? But... I haven't actually seen the movie in full. Oh. Me and Pixel have been meaning to watch that forever, but really? we just haven't had a chance to yet. Yeah. All right, there's one more. The music is good, though. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, it's iconic. The only, the only other romance movie I know is Her, but it's a sad romance movie. Her? Isn't that like... The one about the, the android? AI? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not that. That's not on the list. Okay. Boo-boo. Well, fuck me. Uh, fuck. Think more classic. Classic. Romeo and Juliet? No. It's similar vein classic. of Romeo and Juliet, though. Similar vein? Is it Shakespeare? Not in that sense. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a movie. Movie. I mean, there's Shakespeare movies. There's like Hamlet and like Midsummer's Night Dream. Okay, yeah, but no. 
Uh, right, one more guess, and then I'll tell you the last one. Is it? What is that? I forgot the name of the movie. Um, Titanic. Ja yeah, Titanic. Yeah. Yes, Titanic yeah! is the second answer. Woo! See, I told you it was easy. There's not that many like good romantic movies. That was movies. pretty easy. Yeah. That was pretty easy. Yeah. The Notebook, Titanic, La La Land, and Twilight. Congratulations! Woo! Yeah. Cue like the the horns. The <laughs> oh man, that was a pretty easy one, yeah. Hell yeah, but brother. I, I will say I haven't watched a lot of romantic movies. Yeah, yeah. I know there's there's a good number of them. I actually haven't either, unless they're like meme movies, like Twilight or like that kind of stuff. Because mm. I feel like those are like more fun to watch. But like, have you watched Notebook? Yeah, I've seen it. Is it good? It's okay. Okay. I didn't understand why people cried at the end. I'm like, I, I don't think this is a sad ending, but like, uh, okay, if people want to cry, I guess. Are you ever going to watch it? Can I tell you the ending? Yeah, you can just tell me the ending. I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, they both die. What? So like, it's about they like- die? Well, like, because they grow old. She gets dementia. Oh. And the story is basically about like, the guy telling her their love story. And then they both die at the end. I can see why that's sad. Well, I thought it was like, oh, it's like, like they're both like, like, she remembers him at the very end and then they both die. I'm like, okay, that's happy. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine then. Right? It would have been tragic if she forgot everything and he was just left alone. Like that would be tragic. Yeah, but like she like remembered who he was and then like they both like went away in their pee, like in their sleep. And I feel like- um, In their pee? I, I meant, I was gonna <laughs> say peace. I was gonna pee? say peace and I'm like, no, it's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they both pissed and then they died. Like, <laughs> I mean, it would technically be they die and then they piss because, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, because your body expels everything. Rigor mortis, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, on a technical aspect, yeah. <laughs> um, actually. Um, actually. God, I love, I love saying that's so fun to say. Um, actually. Um, actually. Yeah, I, I, have you watched uh, Call Me By Your Name? That's the gay one, right? I've not seen it. I've also with Timothy seen it. Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. The fake European looking guy. Is he fake European? I thought he was full European. No, he's from New York. Oh, what? Yeah, no, he, that's a, he's an American. <laughs> he looks full on like someone I would see in Paris. It's like how Tom uh, Tom Holland is English, even though he looks like he's supposed to be from America. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, like he's- yeah, Timothy Chalamet looks like a Frenchman. Yeah, he, he is like French coded, but he is in fact from like New York. Oh, he is a French actor. What? He's, no, he's from New York, bro. No, he's an American and French actor. That's what it says. On the Wikipedia. Maybe like his like parents are from France, but he was like, I don't know. He doesn't have an accent when he speaks. <laughs> Therefore, you are not French. Exactly. <laughs> if, if you don't talk like a baguette and like, oh, oh, so, then I don't think you're French. Like, uh, like <laughs> He's bilingual. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but the American one is more powerful. Oh my god. That's so funny. If he says, like, I'm walking here and I'm walking here, it's different. He does look like a Frenchman, dude. Look at this fucking image of him. It's okay, so for a descriptor, for audio descriptor of Timothy Chalamet, he's he looks like a twink. He, he has is a, twink. a slim ass hourglass waistline. No, he's dating and Kylie he's Jenner. Jenner. Or Kendall Jenner. Is he actually? He's dating one of them, one of the Jenners. Bro. This guy, look, do you see this guy? Oh, that's an old that's ass a Frenchman, picture, bro. <laughs> that's a Frenchman, dude. He does look like a Frenchman. It's He's like wearing the, it's like the this big like head. striped. It's also the turtleneck. He's wearing like this. This is this yeah. striped turtle. He looks like a mime. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that hat. <laughs> no, really though. Are mimes French? I I feel like they give French they, energy. They give French energy, right? Are they inherently French? Are mimes French? Are mimes French? Or Italian. <laughs> That's the first choice. Oh, oh, is it because they talk with their hands? They think they're Italian. Oh, West, the West mime apparently does. Oh, oh, there's different delineations. Okay. There's different delineation of mimes. Uh, the West mime began in Greece and Italy. Huh. The mime records where the mime scenes date from at least third century BC. The mime scenes, bro. There were scenes <laughs> like the goth okay, scene, yeah. the emo so, scene, the mime scene. Italians. Uh, created it, the French embraced it. Ah, 
Okay. Yeah. So it's like the French fry. Yes, the French fry. Or like pizza, you know? Italians might have made it, but we perfected it. (laughs) (laughs) Or like tomatoes. Because weren't those discovered in North America and then Italy like branded? Were they? Yeah. uh, Tomatoes are North American native, right? discovered i don't know i've never heard of that before i'm pretty sure they're they're north america uh they originated in south america mexico and central america okay central america but yeah they didn't discover that in europe for like a hot minute yeah why does italy love tomatoes so much (laughs) because it goes well with pasta (laughs) (laughs) oh it's just because their climate's good for growing tomatoes that's literally it okay but they're native so they discovered them in like you know central america and then they're like I like this. Picasso. And then they took Picasso. it. Picasso. Yeah, it's mine now. Going to- <laughs> you're coming home with me. <laughs> like, yeah, you're yeah. coming home with me. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, that's a good place to end it, yeah? Yeah. All right. And with that, your delivery has been fulfilled. This has been Mina and Moogie from Miggy Mail. Thank you for listening. And we hope to see you next Monday. Bye-bye, Bye. everyone. Bye.